0: Joe Biden pulls out his veto pen again. Uh, The Supreme Court is going to be pulling out there soon. Uh, The trans people are under threat again. By who? Apparently middle-aged mothers. And Gavin Newsom, who has never followed the Constitution, wants to make some changes to it. There's a shocker. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Now, Doing something different today. I am sick as a dog, and uh, so I, I did not sit and write a script. So we're just gonna wing this today. I, I, I didn't want to take the day off because I'm taking off tomorrow, probably sleeping in bed like the dead tomorrow. So we're just gonna we're just gonna kind of wing this thing and see how it goes. So uh, again, there is a video uh, on. Um, Rumble, if you want to go see it, go to rumble.com uh, and type in Dumbasses talking Politics in the search engine. Uh, there's some fun stuff that we're doing with the uh, trans thing or, or the pride thing. Whatever the hell it's called, that's what we're doing. And also with the with the pride thing, there will be a more serious video coming to pride uh, this uh, t- probably tomorrow or Saturday. So just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Take a look and see what's going on. Okay, so let's get to the stories here. We got a couple of them. They're really interesting stories. So here's one. Uh, Joe Biden, just, you know, he's in trouble. There is no question. Joe Biden is in big trouble. Uh, He's announced for president. There are two types of people out there with him running for president. One, um, they don't know he's running for president because he he has not been involved at all in his campaign. You could not even tell there is a campaign or that he's running for president. And the second group, of course, is saying, hey, we don't want you to run. You're an asshole. You're old. We don't even know if you're alive. The New York Times hasn't been helping at all with Joe Biden. Apparently, they released, I didn't read the article, but I I heard about it. They released an article that talked about how the guy works from 10 to 4, Monday through Friday, and then takes vacations. We already know that the guy has spent 40% of his time as president on vacation. So he is basically absentee. He's not there. We don't know who's... We know he's not running the country. But that's a huge, huge, huge problem. So, and not to mention he's fucked up just about everything he's touched. So there's not one thing he's done that's that's worked. Well, one thing that hasn't worked is his student loan forgiveness thing. Okay. Well, that's one thing that has worked. Um, he's made it that students who go to college don't have to pay their student loans and renters don't have to pay their rent. He did that for two years, but that's coming to an end. And now he's got to deal with student loans. And unfortunately, both the House and the Senate passed a bill, bill uh, H.J.J. Res. 45, to block all this stuff so suddenly a big promise that he made he's effing up so let's take a look red state talks about this as red state previously reported the house of Representatives, the u.s house passed a resolution hj res 45 to block biden department of education's rule which would forgive millions of dollars in student loans on may 25th Now, it's June when students have to start paying their loans back. Be aware of that. Then the U.S. Senate voted on and passed the resolution on June 1st. Now, you may be saying to yourself, wait a minute, isn't the Senate Democrat? Yeah, they are. Uh, But they still couldn't. They still passed this bill. Do you know why they passed this bill? Because it's not popular. A lot of people, a lot of senators, hey, when the rubber hits the road, these people got to get elected again. And they do not want to vote for a bill that's going to get them kicked out of office. Joe Manchin knows that. Kristen Sinema knows that. And there are a bunch of other Democrats in the Senate that are saying, oh, this would be a really bad bill not to vote for. Continuing, the White House made it clear that legislation would be vetoed by the president once it reached his desk. So President Biden has vetoed the measure that would have overturned student debt relief. The president's proposal, which has been the target of Republicans since he first unveiled it, would impact 40 million borrowers, providing $10,000 loan forgiveness for those making less than $125,000 annually, and $20,000 in forgiveness for Pell Grant recipients. There's so many problems with this whole thing. This Joe Biden is just an asshole. So let me see if I understand this correctly. So if a family is earning $125,000, they still get loan forgiveness? So what about the guy who's earning $50,000? He's got to pay through his taxes loan forgiveness to a family that is upper middle class. That is the big argument here. That is with the big argument. And it's it's just, it's an idiotic, and this is why Democrats in the Senate didn't vote for it, because that's what Republicans are pointing to. This is not, a, a, this is not helping the lower class. This is not helping the middle class. This is helping the upper middle class or the upper class. That's what this is helping. And then you're helping people make 125000 to $200,000 a year. Let's look at this for a second. So let's just say you you go to college and you get your degree. Are you going to pay anything back? The answer is no. And so the big question with a lot of people, especially people who've already paid off their loans, me, probably a lot of you. Okay, well, what do I get out of it? I already paid my loan. I mean, Elizabeth Warren was asked this exact question and she said, well, you get nothing. Well, then why am I, through my taxes, also paying for somebody else's loan when they didn't have the foresight to actually save money for their college? That seems like it's their problem. And then when they get their college degree and we've got to assume they're going to make money, they don't pay anything back? Why not pay off my car? Why not pay off my mortgage? I mean, a loan's a loan. Why not get rid of that? Well, that's the big argument. This is why it's unpopular. This is why it lost in the House. This is why the Democrats didn't vote for it in the Senate. And by the way, a lot of Democrats didn't vote for it in the House either. The Democrats in the House are vulnerable. They are not going to go for this. So that's why it's unpopular. The other big problem with this whole thing is it's unconstitutional. The pre- this, this thing will cost a trillion dollars, at least. I think estimates said it was going to cost about seven hundred and fifty thousand million dollars or I'm sorry, $750,000,000,000. This thing is going to cost about a trillion dollars. So the big question is going to be, um, can the president just spend a trillion dollars by signing a piece of paper? Well, the answer is, of course, no. That's got to be done through Congress. Then it's got to be done through the Senate. and Then it has to be signed by the president. And even then, it raises constitutional questions simply because if you can approve this loan, why not others? So this is completely unconstitutional. It's going to go to the Supreme Court. And by the way, let me remind you, because I did mention it. College students are still not paying their loans right now because of COVID. They're still not paying their loans. They don't start paying back until June. So they've had three years of not paying loans since COVID started. So this is all stupid. It's going to be rejected. But the big problem Biden has is, well, J F R Jr., Robert F. Kennedy Jr., is catching up. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has an approval rate or has a is running over 20% in the presidential polls for the Democratic primaries. Joe Biden is at 62%. <coughs> that is terrible for a for an incumbent president. To give you an example, as unpopular as Donald Trump was, Donald Trump was in the 90s. And he was not a popular president. So, Joe Biden, again, if he fails at this, the left is going to flip because they're going to see him as, again, he failed. He failed to do what they want to do. And they're going to blame him for it. And they should. And by the way, they should blame him for it because this was something that was never going to get through. But Joe Biden, all his other failures. Oh, I mean, yesterday, his press secretary basically said, oh, yeah, um, uh, yeah, food is really expensive, but we expect it to stay this way. In other words, it's not going to go up. So that's a good that's the good news. But it's, gonna, it's not going down either. The, everything's a failure with this guy. He cannot drop this. He's got to keep this going. Because if he fails at this too, and he waves his hand up and says, "I give up, I, I can't do it," I you might as well kiss. Off. I, I think Trump could run after being filmed throwing a basket of puppies over a bridge. I don't see how Joe Biden wins this election unless he cheats again, and the media is trying. But even the media is having CNN, MSNBC. They're having troubles justifying anything because you got to remember something. Yes, they are shills for the Democratic Party. But the reality of the matter is they still have to be moderately truthful in order to be relevant. If they sit there and completely bullshit the uh, their audience, oh, no, this is a great thing that Joe Biden tripped on the stage. OK, and they didn't do that. They did not say this was a great thing. They just said, OK, it happens. All right. But if they keep saying things are great all the time, they're just going to be seen as shills for the Democrats, and they're going to lose more relevancy, as if they haven't lost a lot of relevancy as it is. Now, by the way, I I think cable news is going the way of the dodo anyway. I don't think it makes any difference. But yeah, it's a mess. Joe Biden's got a mess to deal with, and he, he just keeps losing. He keeps losing and losing and losing and losing and this is something he can't lose. If he loses this, he can he's going to lose it. And one of the things the Biden administration could do is actually try to um is actually try to kind of hold this loss for a while. Maybe 2 years. Maybe he can hold up losing for 2 years just to get elected again. I don't think he'll be able to do it. Okay, another news. Just This is quick news because I don't know anything about it yet, so I, I'm not really going to talk too much about it. Apparently, the DOJ is going to indict Donald Trump for um, something actually pretty serious. It's going to be for espionage. Now, you're probably saying to yourself, huh? Yeah, that's, it's it, it looks like another bullshit thing. So apparently, all those uh, classified documents that he had... Um, the DOJ wants to prosecute him for. Now, we don't know. Again, I, the reason I didn't bring this up is because this is all rumor. No one is saying anything. He could be indicted a couple of hours from now. He could be indicted a week from now. He, he could not be indicted at all. The news is making a big stink out of this, but I think it's way too early to talk about. So I'll mention it just for giggles. But to be honest with you, let's find out what's going on first before we get wild and crazy and start talking about Donald Trump being indicted again. Okay, and another, another story is New York. What a mess. Uh, actually, it's not just New York. It's the entire, seems like the entire eastern seaboard. Apparently there is, a, not apparently, there is a fire in Canada. And this is a huge fire. The fire has already burned up nine million acres. That is amazing. Now I live in California. We have fires all the time in California. Uh, when a fire reaches a hundred, two hundred thousand acres, that's a big. That's a really big fire. This thing is at nine million. Of course, a lot of folks have a lot of folks blame the government of Canada for this because that's typically, uh, caused by bad forest management. And this, in this case, that's exactly what happened. Here's the kicker with forest management. Um, if you do not cut down your forest, if you do not prune your forest, trim them down a little bit, you end up with forest fires because nature will trim those, will prune those forests for you. It, that's been happening since the world began, since there were forests. So California is a prime example of that. California does no forest management. Zero, I mean, zero. Right now, there in, in where I live right now, there we hike a lot. There's an area that we hike, a hiking trail, that had burned down about, oh, six, seven years ago. And now, the last time we hiked it, it was a few weeks ago, D- the foliage is seven, eight feet high in 10 15 feet in some places bad forest management the for every time we walk there and i, I hear people talk about this it's not just me they're saying this is going to go up again either a lightning is going to strike someone's going to drop a match something is going to go off here because you cannot let shrubbery and bushes and things like that get that thick eventually nature's going to take care of it one way or the other yes A person can drop a cigarette or something. That could happen. Or a lightning will strike. Lightning will strike. Or something of that nature will happen and it will go up again. And then we'll be talking about climate change. Well, that's exactly what happened in Canada. It's been nothing but forest management problems. Uh, Justin Trudeau is one of these leftists, far left, crazy environmentalists let the trees grow and be beautiful and crap a lightning strike hit it and suddenly it's all up and by the way just just a little fyi this is a normal thing for canada at this time it's getting drier it the snows the snow is going away so everything is getting dry and then you have a lightning strike and you have a fire like this and a lot of places even in california Yes, you have lots of fires in California. You know, you know where you don't have a lot of fires that are, that are talked about? Montana, Idaho, the Dakotas, Wyoming. Wyoming, the guys will tell you, we have this every year. It's just never reported. Do you know why? Because it's nothing but forest in that state. They can't clean up everything. They admit it's forest management. They have fires. And when the fire strikes, guess what they do in Wyoming? They let it burn. Because that's what's got to happen. And they try and control it as much as possible. They don't try and put it out. Because that's the only way they can prune the force. Well, that's where Canada's coming in. And of course, what has to happen? It has to be climate change. Now, this is this is the dumbest thing to go in the first place. Canada is one of their laws. We think our laws are terrible because of climate change. They're worse in Canada. Okay, they are terrible in Canada when it comes to climate change. They just don't cut down their trees. So President Biden uh, released a tweet, of course, bringing up climate change again. Uh, we've We've deployed more than 600 U.S. fighters, support personnel, and equipment to support Canada as they respond to record wildfires. Events that are intensifying because of the climate crisis. Here at home, we're close touch with the state and local leaders to ensure that they have support they need. It's critical that Americans experiencing dangerous air pollution, especially those with health conditions, listen to local authorities and protect themselves and their family. And what he says, because I, I, I started going off on, on why forests catch on fire. This is the problem with not having a script. Uh, New York is orange. If you go in, people have to turn on their lights. It is so orange because of the smoke. Philadelphia, too. Outdoor activity is strictly ruled against. Do not go outside. The major baseball teams in New York and Philadelphia, because Philadelphia is also completely orange, um, they canceled MLB baseball because it is that thick, and it's just as thick today. They've got pictures of it. If you go to Twitter, Facebook, wherever, they got pictures. It's just absolutely amazing. But meanwhile, these guys are not going to blame Justin Trudeau and his crappy forest management plan. They're going to blame they're going to blame climate crisis, whatever that is. And I put that in square quotes. Here's, uh, of course, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, who's just a complete frickin' moron anyway. This is what she tweeted: <coughs> between NYC and wildfire smoke, and this in PR. Puerto Rico. It bears repeating how unprepared we are for the climate crisis. We must adapt our food systems, energy grids, infrastructure, healthcare, etc., ASAP to prepare for what's to come and catch up to what is already here. #Hashtag Green New Deal and she's got a little plant emoji. Now she put in a um, she put in a map of the temperatures in Puerto Rico. Which, by the way, here's a newsflash. It is coming on summer, and Puerto Rico is on the equator. So, yeah, it's a little warmer than normal, but, I mean, not by much. I just got back from Mexico. It was 100 100 degrees. That's pretty normal in Mexico. It's going to get to 120. That's pretty normal in Mexico. And Yuma, Arizona, which is where it's located. So these guys, you know, they don't want to, they can't sit there and they can't blame Justin Trudeau because he's on their side for crappy forest management, just like we can't blame Gavin Newsom for his crappy forest management in California when there will be wildfires. Meanwhile, next door in Idaho, there's no fires. Go figure. So New York's a mess. So this is a great story. So we've got to have more uh, panic when it comes to LGBTQI plus poop emoji group, okay? And we can't just let them have their week, their month, without suddenly everybody is against them, blah, 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 it's genocide, blah, 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 this is happening. So here's another one where now... We are entering crisis mode. Got to have a crisis, you know. It's the climate crisis, debt crisis, everything's a crisis. Well, LGBTQ plus I plus poop emoji. They got to have their own crisis too. So this is according to Red State. Red State, the Human Rights Campaign (HRC), the largest LGBTQ plus uh, QI plus poop emoji. Civil rights organization in the United States has declared a state of emergency for LGBTQI plus individuals. Why? Because the malevolent governments of red states have passed laws that are supposed supposedly threatening members of the LGBTQI plus poop emoji community by, they don't have communities, by passing laws prohibiting the infusion of transgender ideology in the classroom, gender-affirming care for minor children, and refusing to allow biological males to compete in women's sports. Yes, because we don't want kids having their dicks cut off, because we don't want... And there's another story coming. Uh, Not today. It'll be tomorrow. Um, I have to go over it, but from Matt Walsh and and The Daily Wire. Phenomenal story. Um, Because we don't want little Johnny's dick being cut off because he's a boy and he thinks he's a girl because we don't want this crap being in, um, uh, indoctrinated to our kids in the classroom. And because we don't want men in women's sports and we don't want men in women's locker rooms or women's bathrooms. That's a hate group. You're, you're all hateful and it's genocide. Here's a statement that the HRC, and by the way, HRC is just insane anyway, but here's a statement with HRC. Today, the human rights campaign, the nation's largest lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, LGBTQI plus, poop emoji, civil rights organization, officially declared a state of emergency for the LGBTQI plus, poop emoji, people in the United States for the first time in more than, than their 40-year history following an unprecedented and dangerous spike in anti-LGBTQI plus poop emoji legislative assaults sweeping state houses this year. Now, uh, again, those legislative assaults, and I put that in square quotes, is just leave the kids alone. Don't cut off Jane's tits. Don't cut off little Billy's balls. Don't start Injecting them with sterilizing drugs, stop teaching them this shit in school. That's what the assault is. All right? That's what those legislative measures are. That's all they are. <coughs> A new report released by HRC today. LGBTQI plus poop emoji Americans under attack details more than 75 anti-LGBTQ plus I plus poop emoji bills that have been signed into law this year alone, more than doubling last year's number, which previously the worst year on record. Well, again, just leave the kids alone and nobody will... No one's telling you adults can't cut off their balls. They're telling you kids can't. That's, that's it. The sharp rise in anti-LGBTQI plus measures, uh, poop emoji, measures has spawned a dizzying patchwork of discriminatory, discriminatory state laws that have di- created increasingly hostile and dangerous environments for the LGBTQI plus poop emoji people. Prompting HRC today to also issue national warning and downloadable guidebook for the LGBTQI. LGBTQI plus poop emoji community, including health and safety resources, a summary of state-by-state laws, quote, know your rights information, and resources designed to support the LGBTQI plus poop emoji travelers, as well as those already living in hostile states. By the way, uh, hostile states, um, these states, you can go into, they're not going to stop you. You can even go into as an adult and have your balls cut off. As a matter, matter of fact, for me, I would rather you people do have your balls cut off because if you have your balls cut off, that means we don't have to worry about you breeding and creating more people as fucked up as you guys are. So I, there it is. Again, um, they don't actually cite outside of laws They don't actually cite anything being done to harm them. So, for example, no one is lynching LGBTQI plus poop emoji people. That's not happening. They're just saying, well, they're creating laws. Uh, They're creating laws so you don't touch kids. They don't get it. Why do they have to touch kids? Leave the kids alone. You want to cut your balls off, go for it. You want to cut your tits off? go for it. Leave the kids alone. They don't want to do that. Well, here's another story. This is probably going to run a little long today because, uh, this stuff is just absolutely insane here. Ah, probably not. Well, we'll get to, we'll get to the Southern Law, uh, Poverty Law Center tomorrow. Let's, let's, let's go into Gavin Newsom. Um, According to Fox News, California Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom wants to change the Constitution to curb gun rights. Well, that's not exactly correct. What Gavin Newsom wants to do is get rid of the Constitution. But apparently that little thing called the Supreme Court keeps saying, keeps knocking crap back at him. And by the way, the Supreme Court, uh, they can talk about how it is a far-right, white supremacist Supreme Court... Um, yeah, the last couple of rulings have been nine zero, nine zero, which means the four leftists on the Supreme Court actually went along with the conservatives. So you can see just how insane the leftists are getting when the leftists on the Supreme Court are saying, "Whoa, you can't do that." So it, it's and it it really is involving the guns. It's involving uh, the environment. Yeah, they're getting their ass kicked. So let's let's read what Gavin Newsom wants to do. Fed up with the inaction on gun control, Newsom unveiled a proposed twenty-eighth amendment, good for him, to the Constitution on Thursday that would implement, quote, common sense, and quote, gun safety measures, he claims that have that have widespread partisan support. I'm sorry, bipartisan support. Okay. First off, I've read this these quote common sense, end quote gun safety measures. Yeah, they don't have bipartisan support by any stretch of the imagination. And all of these things actually have either been struck down by the Supreme Court because they go way too far against the Second Amendment, or they have proven not to work. So his common sense gun control measures are not common sense, they're not bipartisan, and they don't work. So let's go, let's go. This is what he said. Quote, our ability to make a more perfect union is literally written into the Constitution, Newsom said Thursday. So today I'm proposing the 28th Amendment of the United States Constitution to do just that. The 28th Amendment will enshrine the Constitution, common sense gun safety measures that Democrats, Republicans, and gun owners overwhelmingly support while leaving the Second Amendment unchanged. Uh, unchanged and respecting gun-owning tradition okay first off uh, no they're not leaving gun rights unchanged that's the problem it actually wipes out the second amendment so let's go over some of the things that it plant that he wants to do and add into this amendment and then we'll talk about the amendment process so according to Fox, the Democratic governor's proposed 28th Amendment would not abolish the Second Amendment, which establishes a right to bear firearms or for personal self-defense or lawful purposes. However, it would raise the federal minimum wage to purchase a firearm between from 18 to 21, mandate universal background checks. That's a big problem. Okay, all of these are big problems. First off, up, upping... The um, purchase of firearms from 18 to 21 basically tells me no one can join a war. Nobody at 18 can actually join the military. So that one is going to be an issue. The second is mandate universal background checks. This requires a background this requires a gun database which everyone who supports the Second Amendment, including Democrats is against. Basically, with these databases, you have to give your name, your social security number, your address. You have to say what type of gun you have, the serial numbers of the guns you have, the amount of ammo, where do you keep the guns? Do you see why people don't want this information out? The government, it's of the government's fucking business about our guns. It really isn't. It's none of their business. I don't want them knowing where our guns are because I don't want them walking to my house and taking my guns away. And that's exactly the purpose of it. And institute a waiting period for all gun purchases. Okay, um, we already have a waiting period for all gun purchases in California. It doesn't seem to be stopping anything. And if you're in danger, and it doesn't say, by the way, what the waiting period is, the waiting period used to be a week. I don't know what he's talking about for waiting period is now. Is it a month? Is it a year? That's that's the big problem. They want it to be as long as you want. If your life is under threat and you're buying a gun for a reason, okay, you're buying a gun because of something bad is happening, you don't want to wait a month to get your gun. And that's, by the way, what invites people, just go buy guns off the street, illegal guns off the street, is because I can't get a gun, I'm in trouble here, you know. Okay, and ban of assault weapons. And this is this is one the left always throws out that we want to ban assault weapons. Well, you can ban knives. How about banning cars? There is no definition, there is no such thing as a gun not being an assault weapon. This is a broad term. We technically do not have weapons of war on the streets. For example, AR-15s are not used in Afghanistan. Those are M16s, completely different rifle. AK most military-grade weapons like AK-47s, M16s, spas, shotguns, all those, they're already illegal on the street. You can't own them. So what this assault weapon means is really broad. And to be honest with you, what it means is everything. It means handguns, shotguns. They don't want you having any guns. So this is the slippery slope when it comes to gun control, is this assault weapons thing because any gun can be an assault weapon and that's where they're going. Well, any gun is an assault weapon. So we need to ban them all. Of course they can't do that. Now, is this thing going anywhere? Absolutely not. Making an amendment is almost impossible. First thing you have to do is you have to get 60% 66% of the Congress to actually vote for the amendment. So you have to have 66, you have to have 66 members of the House and you have to have 66 senators say, yes, let's amend the constitution. (coughs) Then that has to go through the entire, every state legislator in the country and 66% or 34 states have to approve that that deal. There are no 34 states that are going to approve a gun control amendment. Why is this? Why is he even doing this? There's no point in doing this. It's not going to happen. I mean, even lefty states like Vermont, New Hampshire, they are not going to approve this because they're pro-gun states. Colorado is another one. They're not going to do this. They're a pro-gun state. So why is he doing this? He's trying to get attention. Gavin Newsom still wants to run for president. There's the reality. He wants to be president. He's never going to be president. His state's falling apart. But he wants to be president. And this is a, hey, hey, look at me kind of action he's making. But we always have to watch guys like this. Okay. Now, the kicker with the amendment, he is right on one thing. you know who doesn't have anything to do with constitutional amendments? Um, The president and the Supreme Court. They have no say. None. They have no, zero say on whether an amendment is constitutional. You're trying to change constitution. So the Supreme Court has no say, the president has no say. That's why this guy is doing it. This is going to be the only way gun control comes about. And I got to tell you, the only way you're going to get pure gun control is you're going to have to get rid of the Second Amendment altogether. Because even some of these, this is where they're going to have a real problem. Even some of these things he wants to do are go against the Second Amendment. <coughs> For example, the 18-year-old limit. Um, I'm sorry, in the when they wrote the Second Amendment, 12-year-olds could carry guns. That's a whole thing people don't understand. The Second Amendment has been chipped away at. We used to be able to carry AK-47s. Used to be able to have an M16. You used to be able to have a spas shotgun. You used to be able to have cannons. I know Joe Biden keeps saying, "Well, you can't carry a cannon." Well, no, you could have at one point. You guys took that away from us. Well, they want to do it again, and the only way they're going to be able to do it is to edit the Constitution. But of course, their their ideas are so broad; they encompass everything because they want to ban everything that they're trying to get around the Second Amendment without removing it. Well, I mean, you add this, you're removing the Second Amendment. Okay, so I hope you have a good day. We'll have more tomorrow. It'll be a shorter podcast. Uh, Have a great day. God bless. This is Gene. You've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.